0: SECTION 120 OF CANADA, SOUTH AMERICA, CENTRAL AMERICA, MEXICO, AND THE WEST INDIES THIS IS A LIBRIVOX RECORDING ALL LIBRIVOX RECORDINGS ARE IN THE PUBLIC DOMAIN FOR MORE INFORMATION OR TO VOLUNTEER PLEASE VISIT LIBRIVOX.ORG RECORDING BY APRIL 6090 CALIFORNIA, UNITED STATES OF AMERICA THE WORLD'S STORY VOLUME 11 CANADA, SOUTH AMERICA central america mexico and the west indies edited by eva march Chapin, section 120 the fair de lance of martinique by lafcadio Hearn. there are trees distilling venom there are plants that have fangs there are perfumes that affect the brain there are cold green creepers whose touch blisters flesh like fire while in all the recesses and the shadows is a swarming of unfamiliar life, beautiful or hideous, insect, reptile, bird, interwarring, devouring, preying, but the great peril of the forest, the danger which deters even the naturalist, is the presence of the terrible Fer de Lance, Trigo nocephalus lancelatus, Bothrops lancelatus, Craspedois fallis, deadliest of the occidental thanatophidia, and probably one of the deadliest serpents of the known world. There are no less than eight varieties of it, the most common being the dark grey, speckled with black, precisely the colour that enables the creature to hide itself among the protruding roots of the trees by simply coiling about them and concealing its triangular head. Sometimes the snake is a clear bright yellow. Then it is difficult to distinguish it from a bunch of bananas among which it conceals itself or the creature may be a dark yellow or a yellowish brown or the colour of wine-leaves speckled pink and black or dead black with a yellow belly or black with a pink belly all hues of tropical forest mould of old bark or decomposing trees the iris of the eye is orange with red flashes it glows at night like burning charcoal and the Fer reigns absolute king over the mountains and the ravines he is lord of the forest and the solitudes by day and by night he extends his dominion over the public roads the familiar paths the parks the pleasure resorts people must remain at home after dark unless they dwell in the city itself if you happen to be out visiting after sunset only a mile from town your friends will caution you anxiously not to follow the boulevard as you go back and to keep as closely as possible to the very centre of the path even in the brightest noon you cannot venture to enter the woods without an experienced escort you cannot trust your eyes to detect danger at any moment a seeming branch a knot of lianas, a pink or grey root a clump of pendent yellow fruit may suddenly take life writhe stretch spring strike then you will need aid indeed and most quickly for within the span of a few heartbeats, the wounded flesh chills, tumifies, softens. Soon it changes color and begins to spot violaceously, while an icy coldness creeps through all the blood. If the panseer or the physician arrives in time and no vein has been pierced, there is hope. But it more often happens that the blow is received directly on a vein of the foot or ankle, in which case nothing can save the victim even when life is saved the danger is not over necrosis of the tissues is likely to set in the flesh corrupts falls from the bone sometimes in tatters and the colours of its putrefaction simulate the hues of vegetable decay the ghastly greys and pinks and yellows of trunks rotting down into the dark soil which gave them birth the human victim moulders as the trees moulder crumbles and dissolves as crumbles the substance of the dead palms and balatas. the death of the woods is upon him to-day a fer-de-lance is seldom found exceeding six feet in length but the dimensions of the reptile at least would seem to have decreased considerably by man's warring upon it since the time of, of pere le who mentions having seen a fer-de-lance nine feet long and five inches in diameter he also speaks of a caress, a beautiful and harmless serpent, said to kill the Faire de Fair lance, over ten feet long and thick as a man's leg, but a large caress is now seldom seen. The negro woodsmen kill both creatures indiscriminately, and as the older reptiles are the least likely to escape observation, the chances for the survival of extraordinary individuals lessen with the yearly decrease of forest area but it may be doubted whether the number of deadly snakes has been greatly lessened since the early colonial period each female produces viviparously from forty to sixty young at birth the favorite haunts of the fair de lance are to a large extent inaccessible or unexplored and its multiplication is prodigious it is really only the surplus of its swarming that overpours into the cane fields and makes the public roads dangerous after dark. Yet more than three hundred snakes have been killed in twelve months on a single plantation. The introduction of the Indian mongoose, or mongost, Ichneumon, proved futile as a means of repressing the evil. The mongoose kills the fer de lance when it has a chance, but it also kills fowls and sucks their eggs which condemns it irrevocably with the country negroes who live to a considerable extent by raising and selling chickens domestic animals are generally able to discern the presence of their deadly enemy long before a human eye can perceive it if your horse rears and plunges in the darkness trembles and sweats do not try to ride on until you are assured the way is clear or your dog may come running back whining shivering you will do well to accept his warning the animals kept about country residences usually try to fight for their lives the hen battles for her chickens the bull endeavors to gore and stamp his supple enemy the pig he gives more successful combat but the creature who fears the monster least is the brave cat seeing a snake she at once carries her kittens to a place of safety then boldly advances to the encounter she will walk to the very limit of the serpent's striking range and begin to faint teasing him startling him trying to draw his blow how the emerald and the topazine eyes glow then they are flames a moment more and the triangular head hissing from the coil flashes swift as if moved by wings but swifter still the stroke of the armed paw that dashes the horror aside flinging it mangled in the dust nevertheless pussy does not yet dare to spring the enemy still active has almost instantly reformed his coil but she is again in front of him watching vertical pupil against vertical pupil again the lashing stroke again the beautiful encountering again the living death is hurled aside and now the scaled skin is deeply torn ONE EYE SOCKET HAS CEASED TO FLAME. ONCE MORE THE STROKE OF THE SERPENT, ONCE MORE THE LIGHT, QUICK, CUTTING BLOW. BUT THE TRIGONOCEPHALUS IS BLIND, IS STUPEFIED, BEFORE HE CAN ATTEMPT TO COIL. PUSSY HAS LEAPED UPON HIM, NAILING THE HORRIBLE FLAT HEAD FAST TO THE GROUND WITH HER TWO SINEWY PAWS. NOW LET HIM LASH, writhe, TWINE, STRIVE TO STRANGLE HER in vain he will never lift his head an instant more and he lies still the keen white teeth of the cat have severed the vertebrae just behind the triangular skull this recording is in the public domain